Yo, 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 welcome to number two episode of Athletically Inclined. Woo! Rocking with Driven Athletics. You got Coach Jay here with Coach Chris. Uh, let's get it. Uh, what is our topic for today, bro? So, topic today, a lot of parents have been reaching out to us, you know, asking us, you know, what does it look like if our kid is overtraining? How can we tell if they're overtraining? And how do we avoid overtraining? Okay, so from your perspective, like, what do you see? Like, what is a... Uh, what is um, something that you see when an athlete is uh, overtrained? I see a lot of fatigue. Mm. You know, not being able to have that same kind of ability to bounce back from game to game or workout to workout. I definitely tell fatigue starts to sit in. You know, muscles are overworked, uh, so they're less beneficial, and they're uh, more in a position where they're dragging the athlete down. So what should parents know? Like, uh, what is too much training like for for the, the kids like 8 to 13? Well, I know, you know, Jay, and you, uh, kudos to you always mention it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. I think right. parents need to know that. Yeah. You know, it's different strokes for different folks. Different kids, depending on where they're at with yep. their body and where they're at with their endurance. Uh, you know, some kids can go further than other kids. Mm-hmm. And some kids actually need to wind down and cut back at times. Uh, I think what we can look for as parents is, you know, talk to your kids. You know, if you're saying, hey, we're on train today, and they're, like, struggling, and they look sad or depressed, and you ask, you know, be able to speak to them. You know, they may tell you that, hey, I'm really not feeling good. My body hurts, body aches. You know, listen to your kid. Absolutely. And, you know, what I see, uh, bro, is I see when kids are tired, man, their attitude, their, their body posture, everything is, 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 is like, slumped. You could, you could just tell they're like, wah, 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 like, mah, like the emoji, you know what I'm saying? So for me, when, I, when I'm seeing that, and if I'm training a, a, a young athlete, student athlete like that, and I know they've been doing other training at school or, or, or what have you, I try to uh, supplement that with, um, like we were talking about, bef- you know, before this uh, podcast about, like, recovery. What can they be doing more of? Like, do they need to, need to do a mobility session, like injury prevention session? Uh, and that that will take uh, that that will be a long lasting effect if we take that into account as coaches and then also parents to recognize that and not thinking like back in the day when we was coming up, you know, oh you gotta go hard every yeah. time. Nah, every it doesn't time, work yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and that's what I love what we have at Driven Athletics. You know, if you guys haven't followed us already, make sure you guys go to drivenathletics.net and subscribe on uh, Instagram, Driven Athletics IE, Facebook, Driven Athletics IE. Uh, we have a recovery day through Driven Athletics for our, our athletes. Yeah. And what that entails is Who do we have it with? What you already know, Corey Cryo. Let's go, baby. Uh, we're in our recovery day. You know, we're not doing any sprinting. We're not doing any push-ups. We're not doing any lifting. We're yeah. not doing any resistance training. Uh, we're doing all about mobility. Uh, mobility, for those who don't know, is just a mixture of flexibility as well as your strength. You know, how far can you stretch your body to a certain position, uh, which also plays a really big role in regards to reducing your chance of being injured. You know, when you have more mobility as an athlete, you're least likely to get injured because your body can go to a further extent. Uh, which benefits you from staying out of harm's way. Uh, but we want to make sure kids are getting that natural recovery. Uh, Jay and I are really big, too, on making sure kids are doing some sort of cross-training, which can also decrease the kids' overtraining. Because a lot of times kids are doing the same repetitive motion over mm-hmm. and over and over. So we do, like, a cross-training, like, you know, for example, going to, like, Rock Fitness. Shout out to Rock Fitness. Yo. Uh, you know, being able to take your kid there. They're going to have a lot of fun 
but literally they know they're still doing some type of activity of movement, and it may be different. You know, if they're doing all kind of sprinting and, and leg lifting and doing a lot of squats, mm-hmm. they're taking the rock fitness, which still is legs when you're climbing, but it's also more fun and more arms, and just be able to get them out of the same routine. Absolutely, and I, I like to piggyback off of that. Like, as far as like the recovery process, like parents, your kids have to get sleep, right? Yep. Uh, we understand that, you know, right now um, it's winter break, and you know, parents, we're you know, you're expecting them to produce at a high level when you take them to training, but yet during the break, are they getting quality of sleep? Mm-hmm. It's one of the things when we we're at the the conference about, you know, shout out to Sean Stevenson. Uh, he has the number one uh, podcast, help podcast on uh, iTunes, but he was just talking about the quality of sleep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So uh, some some people are, you know, they can get a, get away with uh, four to six hours of sleep and be okay, and they're thriving the next day, right? So, but, but what we're seeing is that kids, um, eight to thirteen, they they don't have a uh, you know high quality of sleep because they have their phones in their hands, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the video games, the TV is on, so that's interfering with their their sleep. Um, you know, uh, patterns, so they're not in a deep round. So um, parents, make sure your kids are getting adequate sleep. You know, uh, have them detox from the game, right? Mm-hmm. Fortnite, what have you. Yep. Like at least 30 minutes to an hour before they go to bed so they can ease their mind and get ready uh, for the next day. So I love it. that's my take on it. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. You know, okay. I think, uh, and, and parents, please, any other topic you want us to cover, reach out to us. You know, send us uh uh, email, send us uh, a DM. Feel free to give us a call. So we're here for it. Here so for you guys. Everything will be in the show notes. So uh, make sure you guys subscribe, like, share, uh, tag a parent, a uh, helicopter mom, uh, a dad that goes off, whatever, man. Let's show some love to episode number two. Where can number they find two. us, bro? Where can they find us again? Find us at drivenathletics.net or on Instagram, drivenathletics.ie or on Facebook, drivenathletics.ie. Let's go. Peace. I will. Yo, what's good? We going live. Going live today. Welcome to the AIP podcast, the Athletically Inclined podcast, and Coach Chris and I, we have some heat for you guys, for you parents, there, there you go, let's add him to the the call, we're going live too for our podcast listeners, we're going live on uh, IG, so Chris is currently traveling right now, he's currently in the Midwest, What's good? In the snow, in the snow, we're super excited. In the yeah, snow? In the snow? In the snow, it's freezing in Michigan right now. Oh, what, what's, the te- what, hey, what's the temperature? Uh, about 20, about 20 degrees. You can have that, bro. It's like 75 here. I know, from San Diego to Grampus. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm not, not going to be able to do it. All right, so... Welcome, guys, to episode, bro, is this what, episode 9, 10? We got we to look back. Yeah, but I think it's 9. Look at 9. Okay. We're going to go with 9. Okay. So, we just wanted to hop on today. Thank you guys for rocking with us. It's Coach Jay, Coach Chris on the I, I'm sorry, AIP podcast, Athletically Inclined podcast. Our topic, bro, what is our topic today? 
topic today is travel ball. Wow. Wow. Okay. So what what are your thoughts on travel ball? Let's let's hop right into it. Bro, travel ball, I think it's definitely key. I mean, when we talk about kids playing sports, a lot of times, you know, our kids especially, our athletes want to go to the next level. And when it comes to travel ball, it's really getting exposure. Right. You know, a lot, you know, back in the day, kid would be hot during the season. A scout would go to that kid's school and check them out. Where now, travel ball, tournaments everywhere. Scouts can go to one place and see multiple kids. Man, okay. So you, you, you know, like we thought back in the day, there was there was only one way to get to the next level, right? And uh, and that was high school back in the day. I mean, travel ball was just back in what oh. 2000 to 2001, it was really starting to, to take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, that was uh, post, like, N1. You know what I'm saying? So, N1 came out, okay, boom. That And then, you know, the tapes were out. And then, um, you know, Travel Ball, AAU, what is what it was called back then, um, is what kids strive, you know, for, right? To, to get on a team and travel, to get some exposure. Nowadays, so nowadays, it's like key. Some kids don't even play like high school ball. You know what I'm saying? They play on some of these travel ball teams hoping to get to the next level. You know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of kids, you know, that's their main goal is, hey, I'm only going to play travel ball if it helps me get to the next level. You know, it's uh, one of those things where, like you said, you got to have the skills and the abilities to play travel ball and also the financial ability to afford travel ball. Thank you guys for tuning in, uh, that you guys are just currently joining us. Hey, on the Anchor Podcast, make sure that you guys leave the comments below. Give us feedback of what you guys want to hear, what you guys want us to talk about, because that's why we are um, doing this uh, podcast, podcast for you guys. But uh, my thoughts on it, Chris, is that it's travel ball good, right? Is it going to do the athlete any justice in the long run? And it depends on the circumstance. Like, so if you have a a, a kid that is a, a C player, right? And, you know, he's putting his effort, spending all his time, his money um, into travel ball. And he's a C athlete, no matter the sport. Is travel ball really doing that athlete any justice? Answer to my own question would be it depends on circumstances again and the expectations of that of the athlete because they can travel they can do all that stuff they can be hyped up and then when it's senior year when it's junior senior year and it's time to pick a college and they're not getting any looks and they wonder why like they're not getting any looks maybe because you weren't good enough to 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 really uh play on a team like that and you were there because you paid your money uh, because you're you're a team player, so I think travel ball in some cases can do more harm than good. But I think at 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 a certain point, the parents, for all you parents out there, you got to do your athletes some justice and, and, and keep it real with them. Even though they don't want to hear it, we got to set them up for success. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? Man, I think I think you're right when you say it depends. You know, because we look at travel ball. Travel ball is on the off season. 
Right. You know, so you play for the, you know, say for example, baseball. Right. You know, you're playing for the baseball team for your school, travel ball team until a different season after your baseball school season is completely done. Those C players may be able to get better in the offseason. Right. And we talk about a lot of kids, their growth, a lot of the right. growth, especially when it comes to body growing, you know, in the season, you could not have got your growth spurt. You know, you're splitting in where, like, the next season, travel season, you got your growth spurt, you have more confidence, you're playing against better talent, and that better talent you're playing against, they would bring up your game. And so travel ball could be good for a kid. You know, it's like you said, it depends. Uh, but for sure, if your kid wants to get better, we always talk about training in season yep. as well as the importance of training outside of season. So what better way to stay sharp than to play travel ball? Absolutely. And for you parents that are listening and for you parents that are watching, if you haven't registered for the One Herd SAC Academy uh, here at Marietta Mesa High School, make sure you guys do that ASAP, right? So for, for your kids that that need to get faster, stronger, and just more athletically aware of their body and how to move it, this is a great uh, ground zero, so to speak, of, of for your athlete to build that base. Because, you know, they're competing at a high level. Chris, we discussed the other day on the other podcast that there's there's 13-year-olds out there that are doing with uh, that, that are doing what veteran NBA or, or, or football, you know, NFL players, baseball players are doing right now. You really see that in the basketball world um, because with basketball, it's just height, speed, fast, uh, body awareness right away. And if you can play, you can play football. It's a different uh, parameter because there's contact, there's rules. But basketball, it seems like, you know, it's, it's international quick if you're good enough. You're, you're great, man. So, what are your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, man, I think you're definitely right. That second academy is going to be big, and that's yeah. the difference. It's like a lot of kids right now, they're at a different level than kids were when we were, when we were their age. You know, some kids, you said 13, 14, they can play in the high school level right now. They, they can play against some college kids and still hold their own. Yeah. So, this one herd academy is going to be big. You know, kids will be able to catch up, speed, agility, and quickness, and the kids that are already at that level get even better. We want our kids to come to those uh, Kodar Academy and be able to up their game to when they play against their competition, they're going to stand out. And we're bringing that heat. Kids are going to bring work ethic. Coach Ed are going to bring that heat. But listen, for all you all you parents and student athletes that will hear this later and watch this later, this is not for um, this is for kids that actually want to get better. Like, yeah. like not, because not just, mom, not, not just mommy and daddy wanting you to get quicker. No, the kids who have the heart and the drive out there putting the work it's gonna take work no it's gonna be handed out it's gonna be no it's gonna be no like oh you participated trophies no like none you you put that work in you're gonna get better and because the work you're gonna put in you're you're gonna get better definitely absolutely brock and i said that better man uh and and shout out to our partners too we have uh corey cryo she's already committed uh to come out uh and it's patrice james she owns the number one athletic facility in marietta in in the ie Right, the largest, the best modals, everything to 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 help the athlete recover. So make sure you guys check her out. Um, that's CoreyCryotherapy.com. We're gonna have the link in the show notes. So make sure you guys check her out if you're in the area. Uh, she's gonna be out there February 12th. Okay, so mark your calendars, parents. Okay, she's gonna be out there showing you, um, you know, preventative measures that your your athletes can take. Right, so the games are faster. There, there, there's more demand on the student athlete, 
uh, to go at a faster, harder pace. So she's gonna be out there sharing her knowledge and, and what she can provide as a service in this area. So I just wanna give Corey Cryo another shout out, mad love for her and her establishment. Um, but, but what do you think from February 5th, Coach Chris, to April 25th, that these athletes can really learn in this one her sack academy they're gonna learn proper form and technique for sure they're gonna learn how to be able to use their energy wisely you know right. like a lot of kids that waste so much energy running all over the place and failing their bodies we're gonna make sure the kids have proper form and technique they're able to use the energy uh for the proper way to run yeah uh, the kids are gonna be able to learn some drills they can take home with them and be able to do on their free time you know we want, like i said those kids that's going to be coming out there's the kids that push themselves as well as being pushed by parents as well Benefit not only the speed, agility, and quickness, but also the recovery. Corey Cryo, our other partner, uh, BC Fit Mills. You know, you guys use code Driven. Yeah. Twenty percent off. Use that Driven. Fit Mills. Absolutely. Shout out to Will and Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out BC Fit Mills too. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, all around, we want to make the complete athlete. And the thing about Jay and I, we realize it's more than just speed, agility, and quickness. It takes a full package. We want to make sure that athletes that we work with get that full package. Absolutely, bro. I think what our core curriculum and, and, and our mission statement is very clear. Uh, we're out here trying to cultivate uh, a standard, high standard of expectation. Like, so we, we're, we're building from the ground up. So what we didn't know back in the day, right? We weren't, um, it wasn't available for us. To, it, it just wasn't out there, bro. Like we, when we went, when we were coached, Hey, stretch and go run. You're good. No. I mean, it that. I mean, he, he, they told you to stretch. He was like, okay. You know what I mean? A lot of times uh, when it came to you training when we were growing up, you know, a lot of times we didn't get a proper stretch, proper warm up. We didn't get a proper cool down or proper stretch. Uh, the people that was training us on how to get stronger and faster, uh, they weren't stronger and fast themselves. And not yeah. only that, but they didn't have the knowledge. Uh, they were trying to tell us what they seen or what they heard. You know, and uh, Jay and I, you know, we train both, you know, D1 athletes, youth athletes, Jay with professional athletes. Uh, you know, we have proven track record in regards to speed and agility quickness, as well as mindset. And then we have the partners for nutrition and recovery. So we want to make sure the kids get the total package. We want your kids to not relive your dreams or, or you live through your kids. We want your kids to be able to have their own dreams to help them be able to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Absolutely, bro. Now, travel ball. We're gonna we're gonna come back to travel ball uh, because this is you know um, it's our topic. We want to you know kind of stay on topic. So, travel ball. Now, when should should a kid not play travel ball? Like, is travel ball for Johnny or is travel ball not for Johnny? Like, it depends. It depends. I, I know it, we say it depends, but it has to be a fine line to where this kid should not be playing travel ball. And this kid should probably just stick with, you know, high school if they can, you know? I mean, that's our, our, our last, pat, our last uh, podcast. It depends on, like, when the kid, if the kid has a fire, hunger, and desire to still play and stick with it, then for sure keep them in it. But if the kid loses interest and it kind of hates, it makes them dislike Jay, like Jay mentioned, a C player. They're kind of, like, losing their love of the game take them out but if it's making them more hungry making them put in more work making them dig deeper making them better keep them in there by all means now what is what is travel ball doing that right now that you think can be done um better like what what, what are some of the things that they're doing right now travel ball right 
um, that can be enhanced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, from what I've seen in regards to travel ball, your AAUs, travel baseball, I think there isn't as much uh, touch on practice and fundamentals. Uh, what I've seen is more kids, you know, maybe one practice a week and they're getting together for tournaments. Uh, but I think make sure you continue to hit on the fundamentals because remember, travel ball and AAU takes place in the off season of a regular high school season. And in that time, you need to be working on your fundamentals and working on your game and getting better. Playing games definitely get you more experience, but at the same time, stay true to those fundamentals and practice those fundamentals over and over. But I feel like, uh, Chris, like if, if you're playing on an elite uh, travel ball team, like, for example, you have uh, Rancho Christian has a, a couple of players, uh, the Mobley brothers, right? And they play for Compton Magic, right? So that whole, you know, travel ball team is loaded with very high uh, performing uh, athletes. Um, so for them, that's a no-brainer. I mean, that's doing them justice because they're getting the exposure that they need. Um, they're getting the recognition, the spotlight, uh, and the, the 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 competition. So it's helping them to level up. Um, so I think uh, what travel ball is doing is a great job social media too though because it's definitely getting these kids that don't have the opportunity or the the, the necessary uh, academic grades to, to shine some light on them and then I think what happens as a, a snowball effect is that when that spotlight is shined on them okay so you get a couple coaches calling right so next if they're if their grades aren't up to par, Right, so now that they have, let's say Duke looking at Johnny, so Duke, uh, Johnny doesn't have grades like he needs to have, right? So then what happens, I'm assuming it has to happen, right? That, you know, the coaches are reaching out, okay, how does his grades look? We like him, we wanna see him, so can he get tutoring, right? So can he, can he get past, you know, can he pass his classes? I, I think it, it does some good, more, more good than, than bad, right? So then, you know, you get a tutor, you pass your classes, and then the next level, it's, it's the same thing. I think you're gonna, if you need academically, if you need assistance, um, then you'll get those things, and then you, that's your ticket out. So I think travel ball brings awareness and, and brings opportunity to the kids in the inner cities or, you know, have some hardships, they don't have the recognition, so it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, now, my next question, I'm going to throw you off. Now, should travel ball players or teams be paid? Because they're essentially, yeah, I, yeah, I throw a uh, curveball. Should they be paid? That's a big one. That's, that's a big one. I mean, right now with all the legalities, kids being played and paid on the tables. They, I mean, some yeah. people that think kids are getting paid to go to certain colleges, yeah. uh, you know, different ends. And that I don't know. I say it's, it's totally <laughs> cool, but I mean, we do know that a lot of schools, colleges, and a lot of travel teams are getting a lot of publicity yeah. and getting a lot of free things because right. of the athletes. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And that's a, a topic for another day. We'll, we'll touch on should college players be paid. I, honestly, I think they should because the universities are making profits off of them. But that's a, another conversation we just want to focus yeah, on. Yeah. We, Jay, I, want, I want to touch on one thing you said. You mentioned before, you know, what if Johnny's a C-plus player and he's not playing, right? Yeah. I mean, you can be on a travel team, similar to Count the Magic, where the team is super stacked. You can be a good kid but not get a lot of tickets because my head, he was going to go to the NBA someday. I think we got to remember as you know, as people, especially parents, you can't even be getting tick. Remember, you know, 
Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time, yeah. played behind Drew Bledsoe. Man. You know, he, he was the water boy behind Drew Bledsoe until Drew Bledsoe got injured and he was able to step up. You know, Aaron Rodgers, who was another great quarterback, played behind Brett Favre. You know, so if your kid isn't getting ticked, yeah. don't get ticked off. Right. You know, like, your kids get ticked, don't get ticked off. But at yeah. the same time, if you see your kid losing the love and losing the excitement and the hunger, then maybe switch them out. But if your kid is still got that same excitement and hunger, and they're behind somebody else who is going to be in the league, who knows going to be in the league, maybe your kid's able to get some study in, maybe in practice, yeah. maybe in that off season, maybe them in practice is helping them improve their game for their next school season. You know what I mean? So yeah. just, just be on the lookout, read the kids, read the kids. It depends. That, hey, that's fire right there, bro. That, that, hey, that was fire right there because I think a lot of a lot of kids can get discouraged if they're not getting the playing time that they want, right? But look who's playing in front of you. Now, if you know that you're 10 times better, we're talking like, let's go to high school. Now, if you know you're better than Johnny again, right? If you're better than Johnny and you know you're better and you're not getting the reps you want, you're not getting the playing time you want, is it time for that student-athlete to make another um, choice? And th- we're talking about school now because travel ball, or, or we can even keep it in travel ball. Now, if you know, like, but this, Compton Magic again, you got a high-profile team. You're not playing. You're better than the guy in front of you, but you're not getting the reps. You are. It's proven. Your stat says you're better, but you're not getting the reps you want and you need. Should that player switch or should they stick it out? Yeah, my, my, my fair answer to that question is James Harden. 61 points last night, averaged 45 points the last couple of games. Think about it. Played OKC with six men. Played behind Russell Westbrook, going to be a Hall of Famer. Played behind Kevin Durant, going to be a Hall of Famer. Famer. But at the same time, he wasn't getting the reps and getting the ball as much as he knows he should have. He knew he was better. Now he's averaging 45 points for the last couple of games, 61 points last night. Yeah, I mean, if you believe you should be playing on the court, all respect the people that's in front of you. But if you can go somewhere else and get your name called, go ahead, all for it. Man, heat. Heat. But, and we go on the other side of that, right? You Again, you're not getting the reps. You're not to get the recognition. They should make that move. They should make that, you know, to get what they need. Right? And don't be stagnant, you know? But at the same time, you got this. It's one of those things that depends. Yeah. But hopefully this, uh, this, this right here will help people, help parents be able to get that insight, be able to see what they got to look for, you know, but at the same time, the biggest thing is your kid and their attitude, you know what I mean, like, playing second fiddle, not easy, but if you're playing second fiddle and you're getting better, you're getting stronger, you get mentally tougher, it's going to make you a better person in the long run, and you can do it, go for it, but if you know you can be balling out somewhere else, because somebody, you're currently balling with, they're in front of you, and you can't get your opportunity, your sign, go somewhere else, ball out, maybe you'll go get some in the championship, absolutely, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, bro, you want to shut this down? I know you got got to get going. Thank you for hopping on. Appreciate you. No hey, why, why, hey, let them know, why are you in Michigan right now? Oh, man, in Michigan, celebrating family. Father's getting ready to get in the Hall of Fame at Kennewood Hills High School. Nice. We're excited. We're going to celebrate. But also, one of the rep from my fam's uh, clothing I'm here is so true. Oh, nice. Dream, take, work. Nice. So look forward to our Stack Academy. One herd, bring your kids out. They'll definitely you know, better yet, kids, bring your parents out because you want them more than them. Hey, let's go. Let's go. All right, brother. Thank you for uh, jumping on this call. Uh, for you guys listening, make sure you guys show us some love. Follow us, subscribe, give us that feedback that we need. 
and we're gonna highlight you guys, man. All right, brother, you have a good one. All right, peace.